Greetings, greetings, greetings on this first day of Kwanzaa, December 26, 2023. What is Kwanzaa? Kwanzaa is an African-American created and African diasporic celebrated holiday. It's seven days of acknowledging, focusing, awareness on seven principles surrounding the well-being of ourselves, our families, our global community. And it's very important because on this first day, which is Umoja, meaning unity, I think of the song, uh, U-N-I-T-Y. And one of the lines of that song is, who you calling a B? Because there's a lot of negativity in what's called black culture but culture builds you up. It lifts you up. Culture does not break you down. Those things that are breaking black people down specifically, that's not our culture. That's not. So I'm going to get into the historical beginnings of Kwanzaa, a short article that gives context as to why it was created specifically in America, the United States of America, where some of our people were dropped off on those ships and went through a lot of things. And so the reason, the context for the creation of Kwanzaa is told in the history of why it was even created. Let's get into it. The article I'm going to read and share here can be found on the history website at www.history.com titled Kwanzaa, updated by the history.com editors most recently November 8, 2023. Dr. Maulana Karenga, professor and chairman of Black Studies at California State University in Long Beach, created Kwanzaa in 1966. It happened after the Watts riots. And just to give you a bit of context about the Watts riots and why Kwanzaa was created, the Watts Rebellion, also known as the Watts riots, was a large series of riots that broke out August 11th of 1965 in the predominantly black neighborhood of Watts in Los Angeles. The Watts Rebellion lasted for six days, resulting in 34 deaths, 1,032 injuries and 4,000 arrests involving 34,000 people and ending in the destruction of 1,000 buildings, totaling $40 million in damages. This is information also found on the history.com website. Now, why is that important as the context of the creation of Kwanzaa? I'll update the context with today. Today, we have a federal holiday for Juneteenth. Now, there were some people who celebrated Juneteenth regardless of whether it was a federal holiday or not, but it was resisted as a holiday for whatever reasons were given for since (laughs) 1865 until um, when it became a holiday, I believe, 2021 or 2022 
I'm not sure. I don't remember when it became a holiday. I think 2022. But it was after the riots surrounding the 2020 murder of George Floyd. A lot of things came out of those riots, similar to the Watts riots. (sighs) Not enough has changed, but... um, That's just to give context, modern day, current day context. Although Watts Riots wasn't that long ago, 66, was that 57, 58 years ago? So, yeah. Ah, Continuing with the article. And just for more context, so when George Floyd was murdered, it was not a one-time murder that was racially motivated. There was Ahmaud Aubrey, there was Breonna Taylor, there was Trayvon Martin, there was Sandra Bland. I, I could go on, but I won't. But the context of why Kwanzaa is important, not just because of those types of tragedies and traumas, but because the tragedies and traumas remained unhealed, whether it's 2020, 2021, 2022, or whether it's 1965, 1966, unhealed trauma and tragedy, there got to be a way to heal it, address it, focus on it, think about it, and again, heal from it. And that's what Kwanzaa is about. It's really what is what it's about. Um, so after the Watts riots in Los Angeles, Dr. Karenga searched for ways to bring African Americans together as a community because if we only believe in the trauma and think that's our culture, it will never be healed. It will never be healed. And then you if something's unhealed, it gets internalized. And then you hear in the music and you see it in relationships and you see it in what people pursue and believe about themselves and others. So, yeah. Um, He founded us, a cultural organization, and started to research African first fruit harvest celebrations. Karenga combined aspects of several different harvest celebrations, such as those of the Ashanti and those of the Zulu, to form the basis of the week-long holiday. Kwanzaa 2023 begins on Tuesday, December 26th today and lasts through Monday, January January 1st of 2024. The name Kwanzaa is derived from the phrase Matunda Ya Kwanzaa, which means first fruits in Swahili. Each family celebrates Kwanzaa in its own way, but celebrations often include songs and dances, African drums, storytelling, poetry reading, and a large traditional meal. On each of the seven nights, the family gathers, and the child lights one of the candles on the kinara, the candle holder. Then, one of the seven principles is discussed. The principles, called the Nguzu Saba, 
seven principles in the Swahili language, are values of African culture which contribute to building and reinforcing and well-being among African Americans and the global African community. Kwanzaa also has seven basic symbols which represent values and concepts reflective of African culture. An African feast called a karamu is held on December 31st. The candle lighting ceremony each evening provides the opportunity to gather and discuss the meaning of Kwanzaa. That's where the healing happens. The first night, the black candle in the center is lit and the principle of umoja, unity, is discussed. One candle is lit each evening and the appropriate principle is discussed. There are seven principles. The seven principles, or Nguzu Saba, are a set of ideologies written out by Dr. Maulana Karenga. Each day of Kwanzaa emphasizes a different principle. Day one, unity, umoja, to strive for and maintain unity in the family, the community, the nation, the global nation, and the race, the global African family. Day two, self-determination, kujichagulia, to define ourselves, to name ourselves, to create for ourselves, to speak for ourselves. Day three, collective work and responsibility, ujima, to build and maintain our community together and make our brothers and sisters issues our issues so that we can solve them together. Cooperative economics. Day one, two, three, four. Ujama. To build and maintain our own stores, our own shops, our own businesses, and to profit from them together. Day six. Wait. Day five, day five, Nia, purpose, to make our collective vocation the building and developing of our community in order to restore our people to our traditional greatness. Day six, Kuumba, creativity, to do always as much as we can in the way we can in order to leave our community more beautiful and beneficial than we inherited it. And day seven, Imani, to believe with all our heart in our people, our parents, our teachers, our leaders, ourselves, and the righteousness and victory of our endeavors. Seven symbols, mazao, the crops, fruits, nuts, and vegetables, symbolizes work and the basis of the holiday. It represents the historical foundation for Kwanzaa, the gathering of the people that is patterned after African harvest festivals in which joy, sharing, 
unity, and thankfulness are the fruits of collective planning and work. Since the family is the basic social and economic center of every civilization, the celebration bonded family members, reaffirming their commitment and responsibility to each other. In Africa, the family may have included several generations of two or more nuclear families, as well as distant relatives. Ancient Africans didn't care how large the family was, but there was one leader, one chief, and there were an elder, a group of elders who advised that leader and that chief. An entire village may have been composed of one family. The family was a limb of a a larger tribe that shared common customs and cultural traditions and political unity and were supposedly descended from common ancestors. The tribe lived by traditions that provided continuity and most of all, identity. Identity. Tribal laws often determined the value system, laws and customs encompassing birth, adolescence, marriage, parenthood, maturity, and death. Through personal sacrifice and hard work, the farmers sowed seeds that brought forth new plant life to feed the people and other animals of the earth. To demonstrate their mazao, celebrants of Kwanzaa placed nuts, fruits, and vegetables representing work on the mkeka, the placemat. The mkeka, made from straw or cloth, comes directly from Africa and expresses history culture, and tradition. It symbolizes the historical and traditional foundation for us to stand on and build our lives on because today stands on our yesterdays. For history is not merely something to be read, and it does not refer merely or even principally to the past. On the contrary, the great force of history comes from the facts that we carry it within us. We are controlled by it in many ways, History is literally present in all that we do. History, it is to history that we owe our frames of reference, our identities, and our aspirations. During Kwanzaa, we study, recall, and reflect on our history and the role we are to play as a legacy to the future. Ancient society made mats from straw, the dried seams of grains sowed and reaped collectively. The weavers took the stalks and created household baskets and mats. Today, we buy mkeka that are made from kente cloth, African mud cloth, and other textiles from various areas of the African continent. The mishuma saba, the vibunzi, the mazao, the zawadi, the kikombe cha umoja, and the kinara are placed directly on the mkeka. Vibunzi, ears of corn. The stalk of corn represents fertility and symbolizes that through the reproduction of children, the future hopes of the family are brought to life. One ear is called vibunzi and two or more ears are called mihindi. Each ear of corn symbolizes a child in the family. If there are no children in the home, 
two ears are still set on the Imkeka because each person is responsible for the children of the community. During Kwanzaa, we take the love and the nurturance that was heaped on us as children and selflessly return it to all children, especially the helpless, homeless, loveless ones in our community. Thus, the Nigerian proverb, it takes a whole village to raise a child, is realized in this symbol, vibunzi. Since raising a child in Africa was a community affair involving the whole village as well as the family, good habits of respect for self and others, discipline, positive thinking, expectations, compassion, empathy, charity, and self-direction are learned in childhood from parents, from peers, and from experiences. Children are essential to Kwanzaa for they are the future. The seed, barrier, the seed bearers that will carry cultural values and practices into the next generation. For this reason, children were cared for communally and individually within a tribal village. The biological family was ultimately responsible for raising its own children, but every person in the village was responsible for the safety and welfare of all the children. Mishuma Saba, the seven candles. Candles are ceremonial objects with two primary purposes, to recreate symbolically the sun's power and to provide light. The celebration of fire through candle burning is not limited to one particular group or country. It occurs everywhere. Mishuma Saba are the seven candles, three red, three green, and one black. The black candle symbolizes umoja, unity, the basis of success, and it's lit on December 26. The three green candles representing Nia, Ujima and Imani are placed to the right of the Umoja candle, while the three red candles representing Kujijagulia, Ujamba, Ujama, and Kuumba are placed to the left of it. During Kwanzaa, one candle representing one principle is lit each day. Then the other candles are relit to give off more light and vision. The number of candles burning also indicate the principle that is being celebrated. The illuminating fire of the candles is a basic element of the universe, and every celebration and festival includes fire in some form. Fire's mystique, like the sun, is irresistible and can destroy or create with its mesmerizing, mystifying power. Mishuma Saba's symbolic colors are from the red, black, and green flag, Bendera, Bendara, created by Marcus Garvey. Marcus Garvey, let me see what the history.com page says about Marcus Garvey. Give a little context about him. Marcus Garvey was a Jamaican-born Black nationalist and leader of the Pan-Africanism movement, which sought to unify and connect people of African descent worldwide. 
in the United States. He was a noted civil rights activist who founded the Negro World newspaper, a shipping company called Black Star Line, and the Universal Negro Improvement Association, or UNIA, a fraternal organization of black nationalists. As a group, they advocated for a separate but equal status for persons of African ancestry, and as such, they sought to establish independent black states around the world, notably in Liberia on the west coast of Africa. He was born on August 17, 1887 in St. Anne's Bay, Jamaica, to parents Marcus Garvey Sr. and Sarah Jane Richards. His father was a stone a stonemason and his mother was a domestic. So she would wash clothes and clean um, things for people outside of the home. The couple had 11 children. Wow, only Marcus and one other sibling survived into adulthood. Marcus Garvey attended school in Jamaica until he was 14 when he left St. Anne's Bay for Kingston, which is the island nation's capital, where he worked as an apprentice in a print shop. Um, and he, that's where he experienced racism the first time from white teachers. Got it. Uh, he spent time in Central America where he had relatives before moving to London in 1912. He attended University of London's Birkbeck College where he studied law and philosophy. He also worked for a pan-African newspaper and led debates at Speaker's Corner in Hyde Park in London. Okay, so yeah, Marcus Garvey is a principal figure. Um... Oh, I there's so much. I'm getting caught up in Marcus Garvey. <laughs> Let me get back to Kwanzaa. But yes, the red, black, and green are the symbols of um, the flag created by Marcus Garvey. The colors also represent African gods. Red is the color of Shango, the Yoruba god of fire, thunder, and lightning who lives in the clouds and sends down his thunderbolt whenever he is angry or offended. It also represents the struggle for self-determination and freedom by people, by black people. Black is the people, the earth, the source of life, representing hope, creativity, and faith, and denoting messages and the opening and closing of doors. Green represents the earth, that sustains our lives and provides hope, divination, employment, and the fruits of the harvest. The Kinara, the candle holder. The Kinara is the center of the Kwanzaa setting and represents the original stock from which we came, our ancestry. The Kinara can be shape, straight lines, semicircle, or spirals, as long as the seven candles are separate and distinct like a candle holder should be. Kinaras are made from all kinds of materials and many celebrants create their own from fallen branches, wood, or other natural materials. The kinara symbolizes the ancestors who were once earthbound and who understand the problems of human life and are willing to protect their progeny from danger, evil, and mistakes. In African festivals, the ancestors are remembered and honored. The Mishuma 
Saba are placed in the Kinara. The Kikombe Cha Umoja, the Unity Cup. The Kikombe Cha Umoja is a special cup that is used to perform the libation, Tambiko, the libation ritual during the Karamu feast on the sixth day of Kwanzaa. In many African societies, libations are poured for the living dead whose souls stay with the earth they tilled. The Igbo of Nigeria believe that to drink the last portion of a libation is to invite the wrath of the spirits and the ancestors. Consequently, the last part of the libation belongs to the ancestors. During the Karamu feast, the Kikombe Cha Umoja is passed to family member and guests who drink from it to promote unity. Then, the eldest person present pours the libation, Tambiko, usually water, juice, or wine, in the direction of the four winds, north, south, east, and west, to honor the ancestors. The elder asks the gods and the ancestors to share in the festivities and in return to bless all the people who are not at the gathering. After asking for this blessing, the elder pours the libation on the ground and the group says, Ashe. Large Kwanzaa gatherings may operate just as communion services in some churches for which it's common for celebrants to have individual cups and to drink the libation together as a sign of unity. Several families may have a cup that is specifically for the ancestors and everyone else has his or her own. The last few ounces of the libation are poured into the cup of the host or hostess who sips it and then hands it to the oldest person in the group who asks for the blessing. Zawadi gifts. When we celebrate Imani on the seventh day of Kwanzaa, we give meaningful Zawadi gifts to encourage growth, self-determination, achievement, and success. We exchange gifts with members of our immediate family, especially the children, to promote or reward accomplishments and commitments kept, as well as with our guests. Handmade gifts are encouraged to promote self-determination, purpose, and creativity, and to avoid the chaos of shopping and conspicuous consumption during the December holiday season. A family may spend the year making kinaras or may create cards, dolls, or mkekas to give to their guests. Accepting a gift implies a moral obligation to fulfill the promise of the gift it obliges the recipient to follow the training of the host. The gift cements social relationships, allowing the receiver to share the duties and the rights of a family member. Accepting a gift makes the receiver part of the family and promotes umoja. And this um, article was excerpt, excerpted from the book, The Complete Kwanzaa Celebrating Our Cultural Harvest, copyright 1995, by Dorothy Winbush Riley, and it was reprinted with permission from the publishers, HarperCollins. So there you have it. And again, you can read that for yourself on www.history.com. So they didn't write that. <laughs> it was the author of that book I just shared with you. And yeah, that's the historical context and the basic foundation of Kwanzaa.
So there you have it. The African-American created and global African, pan-African community celebrated holiday known as Kwanzaa. It's truly for the culture. It's uplifting. It's purposely powerful healing for the culture. Word.